Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Continental Extreme Contact DWS 06+. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. <clears throat> AT&T connects an O to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is Jeff T. from the Club 520 Podcast. When it comes to your feet, eBay's got your back. When you see the blue check mark that says authenticity guaranteed, that means real experts are checking your sneakers. Every stitch, down to the sole. They even smell them because nothing says fresh like the scent of real kicks. So kick back and relax. From the drop to your doorstep, eBay doesn't play games with your sneaker game. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal with eBay Authenticity Guaranteed. Visit ebay.com for terms. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What's up, everybody? It's me, Jason McIntyre, here on Straight Fire for Thursday, January 28th. It was a Big Wednesday night in the sports world. A lot of news, but first, I do have to say, coming up a little bit later in the podcast, a really fun interview with a good dude, LeVar Arrington, the Penn State legend, the former Washington Redskins standout. He hosts a radio show with my guy, Hushman Zada, and Plaxico Burris called Up On Game, Fox Sports Radio. I'm sure you've checked it out. Uh, We talk a little Super Bowl. We talk about my new NFL mock draft, which dropped for Fox Sports. And let's just say LeVar's working with a couple first-round guys. Uh, We'll get to that shortly. I do have to start out quickly by mentioning Sixers-Lakers. Sixers win by one on a Tobias Harris pull-up jumper with like four seconds left over Alex Caruso. But they were up huge in the fourth quarter, nearly gave it away. Lakers no longer perfect on the road. No big sweeping takeaways from that. Um, But I think the bigger news, which we're going to touch on here, is that the Houston Texans have made a coaching hire. And folks, I am stunned. I'm floored. David Culley is the new Houston Texans coach. Who? 
a 65-year-old guy who's been in the NFL forever, and if he delivered a pizza to your house last weekend, you would have had no idea who he was. Where has he been? Well, for starters, he was on Andy Reid's staff in uh, Kansas City with Eric Bieniemy, with Matt Nagy, with Doug Peterson, but Cully was a former Andy Reid guy, so he had spent over 10 years, I think, in Philadelphia with Andy Reid, okay? I'm trying to look for, okay, what has this guy done to earn this? Well, he's been around a long time, Jason. We talk about guys not paying their dues and getting jobs. He's paid his dues. Okay, fair enough. Um, David Cully was with the Baltimore Ravens, not as their offensive coordinator last year. He was their passing game coordinator. Okay, let's stop in our tracks for a moment and think, Lamar Jackson, passing, Baltimore Ravens, and that's what David Culley was doing. Now, I don't know. There was a massive regression in the Ravens' offense this past year. Two years ago, they were number one in the league. Lamar was the MVP. Year uh, 2020, not so good for Lamar Jackson and the uh, Baltimore Ravens' passing attack. I'm floored, folks. I, I don't get this at all. And if you're Deshaun Watson, do you know who your first call is to? Not your agent to say, get me the hell out of here. You've already done that. But I believe Deshaun Watson will be talking to Josh Allen this week. And why is that? Josh Allen, the Buffalo Bills quarterback, when he was drafted, David Culley was the quarterback's coach. Brian Dable was brought in as the offensive coordinator to work with Allen. And Culley had been with the previous regime, Tyrod Taylor, etc., and Cully was the quarterback coach. After one season, Cully was jettisoned from Buffalo. In they bring Ken Dorsey, the former Miami Hurricanes legend, great quarterback um, with the Hurricanes, spent a lot of time in the NFL. And what has happened to Josh Allen? Well, he's improved significantly this past season, for sure. But you got to wonder, Cully was there for one year with Allen, his rookie year. And then Dable got a look and was like, eh. Okay. Um, listen, I'm not going to go ahead and I, I don't know anything about Cully. It's difficult to find any profiles written on the guy, despite him being 65 and around the NFL game forever. But if you're Deshaun Watson, I mean, folks, you can't be happy. I made a bet with a good friend. Um, he worked for me at the big lead. He was at Clay Travis's website. He recently left there. Ryan Glassbeagle. He bet me that Watson would still be on the Texans roster week one. I said, there's no way. I think he's getting traded here in the next six weeks. I mean, they're pressing reset. It's a whole new regime. You got to just move on from Watson. He don't want to be there. He's made that clear. Just cut bait before it gets ugly, like James Harden in Houston, okay? I know that's the NBA. It's a little different in the NFL, and you don't trade a star quarterback. He doesn't want to be there. The owner lied to him. He can't get past that. Just get over it. Let the dude move on. Speaking of moving on, I want to spend a couple minutes before we get to LeVar Arrington on Matt Stafford and the Detroit Lions. I have been asking around the league for days. If you remember, on Monday, I was like, we're going to talk about Matt Stafford. I wasn't getting many responses. Nothing that I thought was interesting. I've spoken to enough people about this that I, I mean, listen, I have a, I, what I think is a pretty good sense of where he could go. And I'm going to say this. Number one, he ain't going to the Chicago Bears. So you guys can just forget about that. They're not trading him in the division. That is not happening. The Lions are not trading Matt Stafford to the Bears. So forget about that. 
Okay. I even think it's going to be difficult for him to stay in the NFC. And there are two teams in the NFC that really jump out. The 49ers, Matt Stafford, running that Kyle Shanahan offense would be an awesome fit. And and folks, I know you're probably like, ah, what has Matt Stafford done? He hasn't won anything. Guys, I'm, I'm just telling you right now. And this is not some kind of incendiary hot take. Uh, just think about this for a second, okay? Matt Stafford has been with the Detroit Lions forever. He's never had one of those seasons where he had a good offensive line, good receivers, good running backs, and a good defense. It just hasn't happened for whatever reason. We know the Lions franchise is a disaster. I am telling you this. I can say with complete confidence, Matt Stafford, if he goes to a fringe playoff team, will have a Tom Brady-like impact that Brady had on the Buccaneers. Stafford will have that with his team that he ends up with, and here's why, okay? If you go to Pro Football Reference and you look at Matt Stafford's numbers, they will match up who his similar career arc is to, okay? After four years, two names that popped up for Stafford were Steve Air McNair and Joe Montana. After six years, Andrew Luck. For his career, this is who Stafford favorably stacks up with statistically. Tony Romo, Mark Brunel, Steve McNair, Jim Kelly. Okay, but if you think about Stafford, you're like, this guy's not good. He's never been to the playoffs. You know, you've got these, these bums just yelling, well, he's never been to the playoffs. What has he won? That's not how it works in the NFL, okay? You need a team. Jameis Winston had a team in Tampa. He just was terrible. Tom Brady comes in and they're in the damn Super Bowl, okay? I'm telling you this. Matt Stafford's Tom Brady-like impact, he will instantly make the 49ers the Steelers and the Colts, one of the four best teams in the NFL. Now, I know what you're going to say. Hey, 49ers were just in the Super Bowl. Okay. Um, they had a million injuries this past season. I get it. Jimmy Garoppolo's good, but he has a ceiling. Matt Stafford, undeniably better than Jimmy G. And I, I ben, ben Roethlisberger is just not a good quarterback anymore. You guys saw it the second half of the season. He's washed. Okay. He had a great career. He's going to the Hall of Fame, two Super Bowls. Congratulations. The weapons on that Steelers offense. And Pittsburgh's got a real decision to make here. Okay? You put Stafford in for Ben Roethlisberger, and I think you're the second best team in the AFC behind Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. I mean, that offense is stacked. you got to work on the offensive line. It's getting old. Um, but the receivers are loaded. The defense is right there. I, I, I think the Steelers and I think the Indianapolis Colts, we saw them with... Uh, Phillip Rivers having a great game against Buffalo. And they were first year. Now, the Colts did have an easy record. That is one thing that does make it. There, there's going to be some regression there. They need to improve some items on the defense. But I'm telling you, Matt Stafford makes that team dynamite. Really good. Those are the three teams where I think Stafford makes the most sense. Now, there is a sleeper in all this. And it's the Denver Broncos. The Denver Broncos... And you'll laugh. They're a quarterback away from being a top four team in the AFC. They've got the weapons. Fant, Judy, Hamler, Cortland Sutton will come back from injury. Um, the, the running backs are pretty good. Um, the offensive line has been up and down. The problem is, if you're Matt Stafford, you are going from a division where you're opposite Aaron Rodgers, 
you got to see him twice a year. And now you go to the Broncos and you got to face Pat Mahomes twice a year. And I'll tell you this, the Chargers are a playoff team next year. Okay? So that would not be the greatest fit for Stafford, but he can take Denver definitely to the playoffs. They will they will be good. The problem with Pittsburgh is you've got to say, Ben, thank you for your service. We're moving on. I don't know if it's that easy to nudge out an icon. And you guys know what I always say. I've been saying this for years on FS1. You never want to be the guy that follows the guy. Okay? Not a legend like Ben Roethlisberger. There needs to be a bridge quarterback. Okay? It's just, it's very difficult. I mean, there are exceptions. Yes, Steve Young, right on the heels of Joe Montana. That that worked. Um Peyton Manning at least was injured for the year. They went 1-15. There was that bridge, and then it was Andrew Luck. So he wasn't totally following. You need somebody between you and the legend because you don't want to be totally compared to him. Preferably, the team hits rock bottom with that bridge quarterback, and then you swoop in. Another team, I'm telling you, they could do major damage with him. Matt Stafford going to the Carolina Panthers. I'm telling you right now, I would say there's at least... 10 teams that Matt Stafford it plugs into, and they are top six or seven odds to win the Super Bowl next year. That's how bullish I am on Matt Stafford. And there's a lot of people, I'm telling you, you guys are going to say, hey, man, he's just not that good. What does he want? And it, just ignore that, okay? Matt Stafford, I looked at DVOA. We talk about it all the time, football outsiders. They do all the numbers for the quarterbacks. 2019, before he got injured, he only played half the season with, due to injuries. Stafford was the number four DVOA quarterback. That's high praise for Matt Stafford. Now, that was the best he's had in his career. Um, But 2017, he was the 11th best quarterback, according to DVOA. 2015, 10th. 2013, 15th. 2012th, 12th best quarterback. 2011, 10th best. So he's been anywhere from the 10th to 15th best quarterback in the league for the better part of a decade. 10 to 15. Now, you go to a franchise that has a clue what they're doing, one that has an offensive line, has some weapons, has a defense. And I know that people are saying, what do you mean has weapons? He played with Calvin Johnson. Yeah, and the idiots made Calvin Johnson the highest paid player, I think, in the league. You can't do that. You can't build, around a, uh, you can't build a team around that. So I, I'm telling you, I, maybe I'm the only guy who's this bullish on Stafford, but I, I'll say this. He's only 32. He's got at least four or five more really good years left. And... I just, I'm telling you, I can see Matt Stafford doing some major damage in the right situation. My guess would be, I mean, listen, the obvious one is the Colts. They're the favorites to land him. Um, but if I'm the San Francisco 49ers, I make a big play. Um, if I am the Pittsburgh Steelers, I have a long sit down with Ben Roethlisberger. That's going to be a hard one. Um, I think the Denver Broncos... You know, they haven't been able to draft a quarterback. There could be some in free agency, but Stafford makes sense. I think they should make a run at him. Um, There's some options. Matt Stafford is going to make somebody really good really soon. All right, let's get to our interview with LeVar Arrington. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on-and-off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. 
or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Toyo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel... It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, guys. This is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, you know, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but... All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You know a guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy who does. Let's just say, I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. All right, let's welcome in now to Straight Fire a guy. I've seen a lot of him in the last couple years at FS1, at Fox Sports Radio. He is a legendary Penn State linebacker. I got a lot of Washington football club fans because I grew up in the D.C. area. They're going to be happy to hear from LeVar Arrington, one of the hosts of Up On Game, a new radio show on Fox Sports Radio. 
podcast taking off like wildfire. LeVar, how you doing, man? I'm wonderful. I'm, I'm even better now that I'm on with you. <laughs> He's such a nice guy. Loves to kill me with the kindness. And I was telling LeVar that I was looking over his when he was drafted number two overall in 2000. And I was like, you know, there's this guy who went in the sixth round, Tom Brady. He went yep. in your draft, LeVar. He was in my draft. That was, that was the last time I could claim anything in terms of being greater than the greats. So I, well, I, I yeah. own that. Listen, this is a major memory jog, 21 years. I can barely remember what happened 21 days ago. But the the Tom Brady uh, montage from the NFL Combine where, you know, he was running like the slowest 40 time ever. Do you remember anything about the Combine? Did you even see Brady there? Was he he was an afterthought, right? I mean, he was a Michigan guy, but yeah. um, I, I don't know. What we do you had history. We had history. So, yeah, of course, I um, seeing him there. Um, I remember I'm, I remember all the guys that that I saw there that that year. It's, you know, obviously it was I remember it because it was a super important moment in time in, in my life and something that, you know, meant so much to me. So it was just it was nice to 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 be there. It was nice to be around all of the amazing athletes you're talking about, guys like Brian Erlacher, mm. uh, uh, Keith Bullock, Julian Peterson, uh Thomas Jones. Uh, it, it was just it was just a, a plethora of of talented dudes that was that was there at the time. I you know I went to the combine, so yeah, I definitely remember it. Courtney Brown, of course. Courtney Brown, what number one your teammate? That was a crazy yeah. year. Now Courtney Brown's NFL career didn't really pan out, but you know we'll get to the NFL draft, the current one, shortly because of uh, how you have some connections there. But when you were coming out of Penn State, I'm trying to think, um, you were was there a player they were comparing you to? Because physically Lawrence and athletically. Taylor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> said Lawrence Taylor. And that's how I looked in college, you know? And yeah. It's because it was how I was used. It's all People don't understand. It's all about style points, right? Like, when you're used a certain way, it's interesting. When I got to the National Football League, I was used as an online over top of the tight end linebacker. I was a strong side linebacker when I got to the pros. I was not a strong side. I had never been a strong side linebacker. I played middle linebacker in high school. I played weak side linebacker in college. I was never on the ball. Only time I came on the ball was when I I, I blitzed. <laughs> like, if I was pass rushing, I came to the ball. I had to spend my entire rookie season learning how to deal with Mark Bruner and Howard Cross and mm. Shannon Sharp and and D Gonzalez. I'm trying to figure out how to deal with a tight end, not tackle a, a running back, not 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 pass rush the quarterback. So it was there were a lot of of changes that I had to go through coming out and in the way I was used. I I had a linebacker, so I was almost like a hybrid. I was like an Isaiah Simmons uh, in yes. college, right? Like I had Brandon Short in front of me I was a line behind Brandon short I was I was three yards off of Brandon Brandon was two yards off the ball so anybody comes off the ball Brandon goes he bodyguards me mm. I read the play I go make the play that was why I was compared to Lawrence Taylor because I could play sideline to sideline versus the run but I could also get to the quarterback and I could cover Devin White is a guy who's just been phenomenal in the postseason for Tampa 
he was Beast. unbelievable uh, yeah. uh, against the Saints. He was everywhere. And then he was exceptional against the Packers. I'm just curious, how much of a problem is he going to be in the Super Bowl for Kansas City? Because are you going to put Devin White to kind of be in the presence of Travis Kelsey, or is he just going to run run White off the field? I keep telling people, I, I don't understand. Like, it, all right, so it's a great question first and foremost because if you if you have linebackers that are athletic and can run, then you have a chance against tight ends. Everybody, like the most lazy take that I hate from from broadcasters is. Oh, a linebacker could never run with that <laughs> that that tight end. Oh, linebacker, like shut up! Like a linebacker that can run and can play can run not only with a tight end, they could run with a receiver. So they have the same complications that a corner would have, the same complications that a safety would have. Right? One of the best cover dudes I ever seen do it ever. Period. Secondary linebacker, whatever, was Derrick Brooks. Mm. And 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 it's just understanding the dimensions of the field, but it's also understanding what the defense or the offense is trying to do to your defense. Andy Reid is notorious for attacking the center of the field. He attacks the field with crossers. He attacks the run game with, with motions, with, with speed. There's speed options. There's speed... Um, um, jets, uh, you know, jet sweeps yeah. and different things like that. I, I can't understand why no one has caught up to it yet. He's done it forever. He's been, he, there was a moment in time where Andy Reid could screen you in a way that no one else could screen you. He could run a center screen. He could run an outside slip screen. He could run tunnel screens. He could run bubble screens. He created names for screens. He's <laughs> so innovative in finding where the spaces are in terms of being able to have a long run game. That's what I call it, the long run game. People say, well, what's a long run game? The long run game is a short pass game. That's what it is. Right. So you're creating the space on the field by by looking as though you're throwing the ball. But they're really runs. Right. Even those little weird red zone plays that that they run where they they do the little under scoop underhand. Yeah. yeah. Um, like pass, little yeah. shovel pass to the guys. Everything is about the spacing. And then as he gets you spaced out, he attacks the center of the field. Who is he going to attack it with? Here comes Kelsey. Kelsey may sight adjust, stay in the center of the field. Uh, Tyreek, he may sight adjust, stay in the middle of the field. Or are we just going to run so fast, we're taking the top off of the defense, and somebody's going to run to the center of the field. Just watch it. Go back and watch it. I'm it's the wildest thing. They attack the center of the field with slants, deep slants, shallow slants, and crossers. So when you have linebackers like David and White, you actually do have an opportunity to to be able to cover those zones. Now, with that being said, it's still going to come down to how well they can get into uh, Patrick Mahomes' space because they these guys sight adjust. Yeah, 
it's almost impossible to cover an outfit as fast and as athletic as Kansas City is. Everybody wonders why it's so easy. It looks so effortless. It's because they sight adjust off of off of coverages, One and of they're the, good at it. Yeah. <laughs> One of the weird things the I page. noticed, Lavar. That uh, Todd Bowles likes to blitz his linebackers, yep. uh, David and White, because they're super fast and they can get. I mean, they sacked Rodgers five times. I mean, it was a great game. I know not? Shaq Barrett was great, but do yeah. you think that Todd Bowles will continue that against Mahomes, given how bad he's killed teams? Remember the Ravens on that Monday night game tried to blitz. Oh, we'd like to blitz. We're going to blitz Mahomes, and he just picks him apart, and it was embarrassing. Even that first Bucks game, they came after him. Early left Carlton Davis one on one with Tyreek Hill, and that was a wrap. Um, I just don't know if that strategy is going to work. They went third downs, so whatever it is you're going to do, if you're going to be aggressive, you better be committed to being so aggressive on first and second down that you put them in a bind on third downs. Mm. If you can, if you can find a way to put them in a bind on third down, you have a fighting chance <laughs> now if you look at the other side uh with kc they have um they don't really play many linebackers it, it, it appears that like they're heavy on the secondary and steve spagnolo has been pretty damn good drawing up defenses in big games he of course shut down uh brady and the undefeated patriots in the super bowl with that incredible yep. defense and i i gotta be honest josh allen and the awesome bills had one touchdown in the first 55 minutes like, that yeah. defensive game plan was incredible. What do you think they're going to do against uh, Tom Brady and the Bucks? Well, that's a great question because much like how you're, you're dealing with trying to understand, do you, do you cover them and tackle them? Do you just try to cover them and, and have pass defenses? When you're talking about uh, Kansas City, because of how they're able to utilize the field, um, what do you do? Are you over aggressive or do you sit back? It's the same exact thing for Tampa Bay's offense. What do you do? Do you try to match up with them? There's too many of them. There's too many of them. So, so do you get overly aggressive? I like it when I like it when defensive coordinators move quarterbacks. I like it. And, and I like it when you move them around and you're moving them around with the intentions of moving them, but not letting them break your, your contain. So when you see guys like Aaron Rodgers um, kind of maneuver and, and step up and then step out and into the open, that drives a defensive coordinator nuts because it drives the defense nuts because once they get that open space, they're able to see the field and create from those open areas. Someone like Tom Brady, if you move him, he's throwing that ball away. Yeah. <laughs> he's throwing it down. He's throwing it away. He's putting it in the dirt. So if you rattle Tom Brady, you have a better opportunity of if you're aggressive against Tampa Bay, you have a better opportunity of having success against them than probably what you do against uh, Pat Mahomes yeah. in, in Kansas because Pat can run. That's so a, it's just yeah. difficult. But I subscribe, move him around. Mm. Even Pat Mahomes. Like everybody's like, oh, he does such a great job on the move, on the run. Well, think about when those guys make those big plays and those big passes. They're, they're clean. They're out of the pocket and they're running, but they're clean. 
So they're getting hit last second, last moment, but they're not contained. Yeah. So I look at the defenses that if if I'm calling a defense and I'm putting together a defensive scheme for either one of these two gifted, talented, offensive weapon, heavy, heavily uh, weapon teams, I want to move that quarterback around. I'll move him with my safeties blitzing. I'll move him with stunts. I'll move that quarterback around. But I'm moving them around with the idea that if I mix it up, I want somebody who's looping around that's going to be waiting there. Don't be looking inside. Keep your tail outside to contain him once he moves and and spy him that way. To me, I feel like that's a great opportunity as a defense. You don't do it every play because they'll they'll get a tag on you, but – but I do think that you have to move these quarterbacks around in a way where you're not giving them too much time and space to be able to create yeah. and give those those receivers an opportunity to sight adjust. That's a great point. Now, the problem for Tampa is the last two quarterbacks they faced, Aaron Rodgers, 37. Okay, we know he's mobile, but he didn't want to leave the pocket, and he's not outrunning any linebackers. And... Drew Brees, who is immobile, and they didn't have Taysom Hill. If you look back to their first playoff game against Taylor Heineke uh, for Washington, he was able to scramble out of the pocket and make some plays. I think that this is an uh, – you're onto something here, LeVar. I don't – you don't want Pat Mahomes outside the pocket. He is just too swift, too smart. He's a great runner. We've seen that. I, I don't know. I don't want to say that Kansas City blows them out here, but I'm having a tough time finding a way that Tampa wins this game. Uh, uh. <laughs> Is that is that harsh? I, I mean, I, for, I, I, for every angle longest, I'm looking at, like for, for the longest time, I felt like, man, like Kansas City is showing the like they're susceptible to getting ambushed by a team, <laughs> um, and that was like when we saw him against the Raiders. We saw him towards the end of the season. Um, he was throwing the ball away more than he characteristically throws it away. It just looked as though there was an opportunity to kind of maybe seize the moment of, well, maybe continuity wise, you can disrupt them. Um, And I think that Vegas did a lot of good things to disrupt Pat Mahomes and they stayed true to it when they played against them. But right now, today, after watching the way they dismantled Buffalo, the way that they did, it's just, it's, I mean, and keep in mind, and maybe they're healthier going into the Super Bowl, but mm. their safeties are banged yeah. up for Tampa. So you're talking about a depleted secondary. I, I just can't see it, man. I, mm. I think that, I think Pat Mahomes is going to have his way with them. But, but to this point, every, every prediction that I've made thus far, I've been wrong. So I could. <laughs> I could be jinxing, you know, Kansas City and could be personally the reason why Kansas City doesn't win this game. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, let's get to now you being uh, a radio guy. So it's not like you were you were a radio guy before in D.C., right? And um, then you were TV, NFL Network, TV, FS1. But now you're on like a, a radio show with just two other former football players. And it's kind of like a—we haven't really seen one of these before. I'm just curious— how has that transition been for you now here out here in LA? Um, how are you liking it? Um, what's different? Uh, I, I just all your thoughts on that. 
You know what's different about having three athletes on on a show is you get as an athlete, you get used to having someone just set you up. It's like you sit there, you're on the show. It's like J Mac is like, okay, this is what it is. This happened. Tom Brady, what happens? Boom. Athlete answers <laughs> back to J Mac. Yeah, hey, yeah. so we were talking about this and this were to happen. And then it's like, okay, athlete answers. Very <laughs> right? formulaic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so for me, the two things that was one of the two. And then the second was, I just don't, I just am not a, a fan of manufactured disagreements. I would rather have real conversations because in real conversations, you're going to end up disagreeing anyway. And some things you might not agree about some things you might, you know, agree about. It's just, it's going to be a natural flow Mm -hmm. of, of beliefs and thoughts, but it becomes real intense. So I just wanted to create a, an environment of positive, approaches to to conversations yeah. about our our sports our sports world yeah. how does it play how does it play out in real world you know and and so it's been it's been an amazing opportunity because tj you know i know you know tj um, yeah, real well. like you TJ guys are super tight right yeah and tj's one of the most intelligent dudes that you can come in contact with and he's like a sports geek he is right <laughs> yeah. it's the weirdest thing how much of a sports geek tj is and then plexico it's the wildest thing plexico is a coaching spirit and people don't realize that about they just and and this is what my intentions was in bringing a show like this to to the forefront was you would never know that plexico burris's knowledge of coaches and plays and players would be at the level that it is maybe because I hit really hard and I was a tremendously violent football player. Maybe you didn't realize that I have done radio for six years and I wrote and did video blogs for the Washington post. Mm -hmm. And I had a local show on the CW in Washington, DC and have learned how to host, uh, and drive a show for many a years before I even came to to California to do uh, television at the NFL Network and ended up on on FS1. So I just feel like there are so many preconceived notions about how to view certain people, how to view certain segments of people, and not only dispelling that because that wasn't my biggest, you know, that wasn't the biggest. Um, reason motivation behind creating up on game the biggest motivation was we all love kids yeah like our whole thing is we're so passionate about helping kids and helping youth that we've done so much work together that it's like man this is a radio show this is a show and so and and kids around the country people around the country coaches everybody normal everyday civilians there's something to be learned from the things that we we have to say and the people that we're associated with. So, you know, it's been amazing having the show and having this platform 
Um, shouts out to Don and Scott for yes. for believing in the the idea and the concept of it and and making it come to life. It's just been amazing, Mac. I get to work with dudes like you. Um, we're building an awesome team. Yeah. You know, I feel like Fox Sports Radio, iHeartMedia, they're building one of the dopest lineups of of talent um, in the game, and and so. We're just bringing that type of pride and that type of energy um, to the airwaves. I'll get you out of here. Just two more. Uh, You mentioned you like working with kids. I don't know how much you can say, and I'll let you decide. But I know a project you and Hushmanzada have out here in L.A. working with some 2021 NFL draft prospects. Um, Yes. I'll I'll let you say what you want to say. um, But... Do you want to mention any players? Uh, any <laughs> thoughts on now uh, where they where they may end up going? I do a mock draft for Fox Sports. I have some guys you know pretty high. Um, yeah, go for it. I'll let you say what you can. Well, the two guys in particular that I have a vested interest in and, and a love affair with is is Michael Parsons and Jason Oway, um, both Penn Staters. Obviously, if you know the history of of me and and Micah, Micah came in and I've been knowing him since high school um we decided to take the journey of him becoming uh the next one to to be the great to wear the number 11 at penn state that's a fixture at the school it's it's a there's the nickname sticks that goes along with the number so when you transition into wearing sticks it's you've come to stick city and I got to say he represented that number um, about as well as any of us has done. And that's, you know, Navarro Bowman wore 11 as well at Penn State. So you had me, you had uh, Kyrie Fort, you had Brandon Bell, you had Navarro Bowman, and now you've had uh, Micah Parsons uh, don the, the two ones. He's an amazing young man. He's wired differently. He's different in so many different ways. His football IQ is amazing. Uh, his his level of competitiveness is very, very hard to match. Um, I know recently there have been some reports coming out on that old stuff that one of his former teammates had, uh, you know, claimed claims of, you know, what, you know, being harassed and, and being hazed and all those different things. And, you know, things I tell Micah is you focus on the things you can control and, and worry about those things. Um, there are no character issues connected to Micah Parsons. The kid graduated in three years. Um, he, he's done everything that's been asked of him and he's done it above well. And, and that's been amazing um, and, and, and just very, very humbling to watch his, his growth and development. As for Jason Owe, he is a, a, an anomaly. And, and the reason being is, is because he's not played football very long. Um, but when you talk about skill, he's building and growing his skill level and his, his athletic ability is it's going to be rarely matched um and what's exciting about jason is his his upside and his ceiling is so high that you can almost mold him into what you want him to be currently is he a stand-up linebacker is he a defensive end with his hand in the ground does he do both 
Um, he could be a hybrid 3-4 linebacker. He could be a 4-3 defensive end. Heck, he could be a 4-3 linebacker. He could project out to be a linebacker. Um, and I'm going to tell you why. What's going to happen is with your projections, your projections are going to go out the door after pro day, and I'm going to tell you why. <coughs> you will see Micah Parsons and Jason Owe, and you can break this. You will see them run a 439 wow. or a 4440 at their pro day. You will see their broad jump blow it, blow like they will blow it out of the box. You will see their standing vertical blow things out of the box. Their workout will be so mind blowing and eye popping that it will probably move Jason's stock to being a little bit further down in the first round. And I think it'll solidify Michael Parsons um, top five. He'll be a top five prospect after his pro after his pro workout. I believe he'll project as a top five guy. That's awesome. I, I love that you guys are working with these young players, you know, showing them what it takes to become great athletes. Um, I'll wrap up with this. And, you know, from time to time I get a guy on as an interview and I always get a note from somebody. The note here, you got to ask LeVar Arrington about Dan Campbell going to the Lions. Now, listen, <laughs> I, we did go after Campbell a little bit earlier this week. I feel a little bad. We had Jim Trotter from NFL Network on. Yeah. He said some things. Uh, the floor is yours on Dan Campbell to the Lions. I like Dan Campbell. <laughs> I, you know, I had fun. I had fun with talking about I whooped his ass as a player, and I did. <laughs> Because he was doing all that tough talk at at, at his uh, his intro, you know, his intro uh, presser. But I like Dan Campbell. I like his spirit. I like his willingness to to put himself out there. He's a player's type of coach. And whenever you have like this is my thing. I've never understood how anyone could ever say that a non-player's coach is better than a player's coach. I'll never understand it. And and for those who think that, oh, you got to run it like it's a prison or you got to run it like <laughs> this and da-da-da, like, no, man. It, it was hard enough in our, our era of time, but these new school cats out here, these younger versions, these younger guys, oh, it's way different, Mac. It's way, way, way different. And if you don't know how to meet them where they are, then you're not going to have a job very long. Yeah. And and you can cut it however you want to cut it. You can you can try to justify it however you want to justify it. If you cannot speak the language of these babies, if you don't meet them where they're at, they won't trust you case closed it's going to be quick it's going to be simple and it's going to be easy and if they don't trust you you will never unlock the potential that exists in those people that you are guiding and that you are coaching so you have to be able to garner a level of trust and 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 there has to be a certain level of mutual admiration and respect in order for you to get what it is that you're looking for that's why andy reed does so well 
That's why Eric Bieniemy does so well, and maybe that's what's working against Eric Bieniemy. He might speak the language too good, right? <laughs> he can't speak he to the front office too much, and the right? owner. He can speak to the players, but you know you got to talk to your bosses. It as well, might right? not. It might not translate mm. to those owners. So I just think that right now, as it stands, Dan Campbell is one of those guys that can relate. And and he can reach those guys. And I think he'll get the best out of the team um, that's there. We've seen it already. We've seen it happen. Um, and I don't think it'll be any different. But he does have his work cut out because you're fighting cultural issues. Right. Mm. That's a culture of losers like they lose. <laughs> and and when you go into a den of losing and, and a, a culture of losing, that is one of the most daunting tasks to undo that thought process, that belief, that, that culture of we lose, we're losers. And you might not say it out loud and it might not sound cool. It might sound insulting, but that's what it is. Yeah. That's what it is. And uh, and that's a lot to overcome. The great LeVar Arrington up on game on Fox sports radio. LeVar, man. Hey, thank you for taking some time out to talk to us. I know you got a busy schedule. You're a huge no deal out here in California. And uh, yeah. you know, I'll see I'll see you soon, LeVar. I appreciate you, Mac. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on AE Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... 
right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.